Consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Basford. Doug Parker is on a five-night sailing on Carnival Glory out of Boston, visiting St. John, New Brunswick, and Halifax, Nova Scotia. We'll touch base with him in a little bit. Here's some things to do in St. John and Halifax and talk to some passengers aboard Carnival Glory. But first, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, is here as always. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Very good. Oceania Cruises Riviera is scheduled to make its North American debut this fall. Are the majority of Oceania's passengers North American? Well, they are, and just like a lot of the other cruise lines, they are diversifying uh, quite rapidly. And I was just on Riviera back in May. Amazing ship, and she will do incredibly well uh, when she uh, comes to her new home port in Miami uh, later this year. And uh, she's going to be sailing to the the Caribbean, and uh, you know when she's uh, right in from her inaugural European season, so uh, it's going to be amazing. Celebrity Cruises CEO resigned last week. Was this because of a sweeter deal he got offered elsewhere? Well, it's actually interesting. Dan Hanrahan is uh, has been incredibly well liked. He's done a phenomenal job. Celebrity is at you know the, in the best shape it's it's ever been. He just delivered, uh, his, you know, or is going to be delivering the the fifth ship of the uh, Solstice class. They've just revitalized, uh, you know, all of their ships, and what's next? So it turns out that uh, another opportunity uh, came up with uh, Regis Haircare, and uh, they made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Huh. So, you know, we certainly wish him uh, luck, but uh, the industry will certainly miss him. Popular Italian shipbuilder and river cruise company Vikings signed a contract for two ocean-going ships. How big are these? Well, they're going to be uh, Viking uh, Ocean Cruises, which is uh, part of Viking River Cruises. Uh, is going to build two 47,000-ton ships for about 944 passengers each, and uh, they're going to plan to uh, get into the luxury market. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll certainly see. We they have a lot of executives from the former Royal Viking Line, which at the time uh, was the you know was one of the best uh, cruise lines in the world. So, uh, you know, we'll see what uh, what happens when first ship is scheduled for delivery in 2015, followed by the second in 2016. I'm a little confused by this next item because I would think if the Coca-Cola company is going to come out with freestyle Coke machines, they would approach NCL before they approach Royal Caribbean, who that, that's who's putting it on the ship. Royal Caribbean installing freestyle Coke machines. Keep in mind that uh, you know going back actually a couple of years, uh, it actually debuted on the Lord of the Seas. And they're also on uh, Oasis, so uh, you know of a, of a different look, but uh, the same exact uh, concept. So uh, it's nice to see that these ships, which are uh, you know essentially going around uh, being installed in restaurants uh, all over the country now, uh, if you haven't experienced one, they're they're pretty amazing. I want to talk about this Miami Herald article, which by the way we have put that in our show notes at cruiseradio.net. It's regarding the Costa Concordia. Well, uh, you know we are we've approached uh, and, and passed the six month uh, mark uh, after the uh, Costa Concordia accident off the coast of Giglio, uh, Italy, and we see a lot of stories popping up in the media and newspapers and magazines and um, TV where they're trying to you know uh, to, you know to, they're essentially the, the the media is trying to do its um, character assassination of the industry. And they're essentially, you know, trying to dredge up 
you know, bad feelings, but uh, the, and, and just kind of sensationalize the event, which is it was a, it was a terrible tragedy. But the media is just sensationalizing this like they often do, and trying to create stories where they don't exist. And um, in, in this case, uh, the Miami Herald, uh, you know, got into talking. They just completely missed the mark where, you know, they, they said the, the, the cruise industry, quote, is treading water and faced with uh, depressed fares in key markets. But uh, the reality is that the industry is, under the circumstances, actually doing very well. Uh, Caribbean, Alaska, Hawaii, and many other itineraries are, pro- are uh, operating at very strong booking levels. Europe actually would have experienced similar pricing impacts, uh, even despite uh, the Concordia accident. Uh, the the eurozone has been in an economic crisis. Um, Greece, you know, essentially leaving the eurozone. Uh, Spain, you know, the the economies in Spain and Italy uh, in in dire need. So the point is that you've got so much inventory out in Europe, independent on European travelers. And this year, it just wasn't going to happen because of the, the economies that are going out there. But, of course, the media likes to spin things, and they're trying to make Concordia to be a factor where it's, it's not having any, really essentially any impact here in, in the U.S. Uh, on, on, book, on, future, on current and future bookings. People are extremely confident in cruise ship safety, and they're not, they don't buy any of these um, you know, sensationalized, uh, you know, overhyped uh, stories where you know, they're trying to get people, you know, trying to find people that are concerned about their safety. These, these ships, like the hotels in Las Vegas, were not built and weren't, aren't successful because of their good looks. They're there because they're providing a uh, superlative uh, experience, unlike anything else, in a very safe uh, manner where people can go in and enjoy themselves. Thank you, Stuart. Pleasure. This is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or better? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being. And they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website. And they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com. So joining us now on Cruise Radio is Cruise Director of Carnival Glory, Josh. Josh, welcome to Cruise Radio, man. Thanks, Doug. You have one of those stories where, like, you have always known you wanted to be a cruise director, right? Uh, it started, yeah, actually, it's kind of funny. I went on my first cruise when I was 10 years old, uh-huh. told Mom I was going to be a cruise director one day, and then look at me here now. 
I've noticed a lot of families on this cruise, um, young and old. Um, what are some of the best things about Carnival Glory focusing in on families? We have something to offer for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the toughest things about my job is to provide the options mm-hmm. that all families can do. Obviously, we have the award-winning kids program, Camp right. Carnival, which kids can go to at any time. E- you know, even when parents go off the ship, you know, it's open all the time. Sure. But, you know, for me, during the days or the sea days or during the evenings, to provide options that families can actually be together or not be together. You know, there's, right. there's teen clubs and whatnot, which isn't part of my entertainment department. It's a separate department. They sure. do an amazing job. Um, but, for instance, I put together a lot of activities that anybody can do. Um, the murder mystery is a prime example, the one that we do on board. I was going to ask you about that. Do you, on the murder mystery, because it's like a whodunit that goes through the mm-hmm. whole cruise, do you change it up every week? Like, is there a different killer every week, or is it pretty much, can someone say it was X who've done it and they've spoiled it for everybody, like on Cruise Critic or something? You're giving away the secrets oh, right God. now. Are you, really? <laughs> um, no, the truth is we have a couple different versions uh-huh. with a couple different suspects. This one, I like to use the one we used this cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a few different versions, but a lot of times you're going to see this same version. Cool. It depends on who we get because we have different suspects from the entertainment department. People come and go all the time. So I'm constantly revising and adapting to what my teams are, you know? Right. Being a big Titanic buff as you are, I'm sure you love this um, four- and five-night Canadian maritime itinerary. What are some popular shore excursions for St. John and Halifax on this cruise? Well, for St. John, uh, and if you've never been to St. John, New Brunswick, it's uh, one of the oldest incorporated cities in Canada. So Mm -hmm. it's... Got some great history. The nature is beautiful. Some of the places you can go. And it actually, because it's situated at the base of the mouth of Fundy, mm-hmm. strike that. It's situated in the mouth of the Bay of Fundy. Mm-hmm. It has some of the largest tides in the world. It actually goes up and down 58 feet. So some cool sights to see. However, the kids could be completely bored. There's other things that kids can do. There's a really cool museum, the Maritime Museum um, in Halifax, Maritime Museum of the Atlantic. There's actually a St. John Museum as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of tours that will take you to different places. A lot of hop-on, hop-off tours. Yeah, that was Kids, really popular. Yeah, very, very popular tour. You can ever go get over to the Reversing Falls Rapids. There's a jet boat type thing you could do. There's zip lining. I mean, there's things that families can do. On this cruise, you have like 851 kids. Uh, can the younger kids stay on board when the family is out exploring or when the mom and dad are out exploring these ports? Yep, Camp Carnival's open all the time. So because they're open all the time, there's a lot of, there's sometimes that families just go, you know what, I'm going to have the kids go, and they love Camp Carnival. Uh, there's a lot of kids that cry when they have to leave Camp Carnival so that the adults, the big kids, can go out and play. So, yeah, it stays open even in ports. And at nighttime, they have like the night owl program on here, which you can basically just drop the kids off. And I notice a lot of adults and families out at night or the parents out at night. Is that a pretty popular program on the ship? Right now, because the kid counts are so high, it's the middle of summer season. Obviously, kids are out of school, so there's a lot of families on board. Uh, yes, it's gotten very, very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically what it is, just to give you a real quick rundown, it's between 10 o'clock and 3 o'clock in the morning. And each and every time they do it, and it's offered every single night of the cruise, too. What kind of tips could you suggest for folks coming on Carnival Glory? Because I know for me, I was expecting this July. It's going to be hot as hell all cruise. But at nighttime, it was like in the 50s one night. This is a great run for me. I'm not a beach guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a big guy. Right. so I sweat easily. <laughs> so I don't like the – I mean, I've been doing the Caribbean for the last seven years. I've been on here. I did this run last year, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized that I loved it right away because it's always going to be between 60 and 80 every single time. Right. Some days you're going to get some fog and rain. It's just kind of nature of where we're going to be. But 
Um, it's comfy. What are the entertainment highlights aboard Carnival Glory? Love our shows. Uh, very, very proud of the shows that we put together, uh, including two big production shows, multi-million dollar productions. The uh, first one is Living in America. Mm-hmm. It's a tribute to the United States, starring the dancers, the singers, and the show band. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's another one which we're going to be performing again tonight mm-hmm. called Just Rock. It's a tribute to rock pop and disco so it's not really just rock but it's another one of those big stage shows with the dancers and whatnot um and then um one of my favorites is uh there's a gentleman named justin illusion Mm -hmm. Uh, the show was pretty spectacular um which also features the dancers but this gentleman has performed in vegas and in england and australia all over the world and his ship and his show is actually permanently implanted on the ship Okay. So, uh, if you've never seen it before, I don't know if you had a chance to take a look. I haven't yet. I will do it tonight, though. The magic and dance spectacular of Justin Illusion. Uh, it's not just a magic show. People hear magic and they go, nah. But it's like a full-on production show with the dancers and singers. A lot of... It's, it's complete. It's great for the families. They love it, too. The kids love the, the magic and the illusions. And Nice. Coming soon to Carnival Glory, Fun Ship 2.0, Carnival's $500 million initiative to um, enhance the ships, make them... Totally awesome. You excited about that? Doug, we can't wait. I'm crawling out of my skin excited to do this. <laughs> when you come on next time, and it's great for the kids because they're, they're beefing up all of these programs and everything for the kids. The water slides up on Lido Deck, but for all the adults and whatnot, mm-hmm. new bar options on Lido Deck. Um, the Red Frog and the, the uh, Blue Iguana. There's going to be Guy Fieri Burgers. Free burgers. They're 2,900 calories a piece. So, so <laughs> I you know get, I had 10 of them last Yeah, time. you, yeah. you, you got to be careful on those things. I'd be only good for like four or five a day. <laughs> so so you got the Guy Fieri Burgers. Uh, Punchliner Comedy Club is now going to be featuring George Lopez. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of his program now. And yeah. uh, he has a video to introduce the shows and whatnot. It's, it's going to be a big deal, too. And in terms of the shows, we are getting a little something called playlist production shows. Uh, Carnival has his own production company, and a lot of the shows that you've seen, including the ones here on The Glory, mm-hmm. were produced specifically and strategically for us. Right. However, as of the Funship 2.0, which we get uh, in our dry dock November 2nd through the 15th, mm-hmm. they're installing full-on brand-new shows. Um, and the shows are going to be pretty spectacular, including these massive LED screens back behind it, which yeah. makes it really easy for you to kind of take one show on another ship if you wanted to rotate shows. Mm-hmm. It'd be real easy because the setups can be fairly similar. Right. There's a tribute to Motown. There's a Latin show. There's one called Brits, which is all about uh, British rock and roll and whatnot mm-hmm. uh, and all the British stars. Right. It's, and um, one called Divas, too. So. I, I like the Diva one. Yeah. I saw Divas on uh, Carnival Breeze uh, last month, and I gotta say, like just watching these new playlist production shows, the the big HD LED screens behind you, it's like I mean, I'll put those up against the Kenny Chesney concert in an arena or a stadium anywhere. It is just so awesome. The fact that they've taken the shows down from fifty something minutes to thirty something minutes is awesome. I think, especially for the ones with the small kids too. And those like myself that have ADD. Yeah, and, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Horrible case of ADD. So the half-hour shows are perfect. They're just the right length so that you can see a show, then go out and do all the other things that you wanted to. Enjoy yeah. the bands, the live music, whatnot. But the other thing that I'm really excited about is the onboard full game shows that we're going to yes, be getting. Yes. One of my favorite things with the Funship 2.0 upgrades is the um, Red Frog Rum Bar and the Blue Iguana Tequila Bar with the live music playing out there. Is that going to be brought over here, too? It is. The, the whole Funship 2.0 experience is going to be brought and on board. Co- comedy brunch as well. And the comedy brunch is going to be put okay. into it. Yeah, it's, it's part of the Georgia Lopez mm. uh, 
deal. He is cruise director aboard Carnival Glory, Josh Waitsman. Did I say that correctly? That's it. Awesome. Dude, thanks for being on Cruise Radio. Thanks, Doug. Honored to be here. Did you know that the Bay of Fundy between New Brunswick and Nova Scotia has a tidal range of over four stories high? Joining us now on Cruise Radio is Betty McMillan, manager of cruise development here at Port St. John. Betty, welcome to Cruise Radio. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for the invitation. And uh, congratulations on all the growth. Carnival announced this year they're doing 2013 on the Carnival Glory here, doing their four and five nights out of Boston. What kind of growth is Port St. John seeing? Uh, well, 2012, the big news, as you say, is Carnival is sailing out of Boston, but she's also sailing out of New York. 25 calls there. Season's going to be actually quite similar to 2011 with about 190,000 passengers. Wow. And we're expecting close to that again in 2013. Very cool. Like, in your opinion, why choose a Canada-New England cruise, uh, specifically cruising to Port St. John? Well, the big thing with our region is it's so different from everywhere else. It's mm-hmm. the natural wonders. Different temperatures beat the heat, oh, like yeah, you totally. say. <laughs> Gotta love that. But St. John in particular, we are home to the Bay of Fundy. Mm-hmm. We're the only city on the Bay of Fundy and your gateway to Bay of Fundy experiences. We have the highest tides in the world. At one point, about two hours from here, it's like 48 to 50 feet. So that's like a four-story building being covered in water twice a day every day. Wow, it must be a, a cool sight. And kind of uh, paint that picture for the listeners. Like, how can you see the Bay of Fundy from uh, the cruise port? Well, there's a tour up to Hopewell Rocks about mm-hmm. two hours from here. And then there's St. Martin's. Now, St. Martin's is less than an hour from here. So sure. very, very popular spot to go out to the St. Martin's Sea Caves. And you can actually walk on the ocean floor. Oh, wow. At low tide, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Walking through the market and uh, ziplining earlier today, I saw a bunch of families here. This is a big family destination. Um, what kind of activities do you recommend for families that are coming to Port St. John? There are just really tons of things sure. to do in St. John for families. Uh, ziplining, there's a, an age limit, of course. Uh, you're a big boy, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the Bay Fundy Scenic Railway is a great one for families. You're mm-hmm. actually taking the railroad over the Reversing Falls Rapids, where you can actually look down into the to the rapids. You can see the jet boat going, the people in the, in the zip line. That's an absolutely amazing experience. Hop on, hop off. You can uh, get on and off all around the city at Rockwood Park where you can hike, bike, and, and uh, paddle. Great one for children. Uh, the list goes on. <laughs> okay, buddy, I can't have you here without talking about food, especially seafood. Wow. Wow. Our lobster has got to be the best in the world. Uh, I had a lobster roll at lunchtime. It was, it's every single time, just absolutely amazing. But we also have great mussels and oysters, uh, amazing seafood. If you're looking for a good local seafood restaurant, um, kind of off the beaten path, what would you recommend? My favorite, very favorite, actually, is out in St. Martin's, mm-hmm. the, uh, the Cave View Family Restaurant right there at the caves. They make the absolute best seafood chowder in the world, and uh, lobster rolls, amazing as well. You can't go wrong. All right, Betty, top three things you must see when you come to Port St. John. Well, the first thing you have to do is walk on the ocean floor. Sure. If you do nothing else, you have to walk on the Just ocean floor. Just to say you've done it. Just to say you've done it. It's like walking on the moon, right. you know, leaving your, your footprints on the ocean floor. That would be number one for me. Uh, the second thing I would have to say would be our city market. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. It's the oldest working common market in Canada. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. And then I think number three, I'd have to say our Bay of Fundy Scenic Railway. It's the first new railway product in North America in 25 years and it's right over reversing falls rapids and on the bay of fundy it's a it's an amazing experience 
She is the manager of cruise development here at Port St. John, Betty McMillan. Thank you so much for being on Cruise Radio. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Joining me now is one of the tour operators here at Port St. John, New Brunswick. Anna, Anna, welcome to Cruise Radio. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. Talk to us about some family-friendly excursions to do here in Port St. John. So we have a lot of different family-friendly activities in St. John. We have a hike, bike, and paddle where families can go out for half day and do a little bit of hiking, biking, and paddling in one of our largest municipal parks in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have some family fun and fundy programs where they go out to Funny National Park and they get to do Critters and Creatures Catch and Release, sure. um, where they actually kind of do some of the local science for the day. And we also have a great garden tea party down in St. Andrews where they actually go out with an exclusive character experience with one of our lines Disney Cruise Lines. So Alice and the White Rabbit, and they do a tea party in a children's fantasy garden. So those are just some of them that we have here. Yeah, I did the zip line earlier today. That was very, very cool. For families that are rolling in here with little kids. So we have a lot of tours that go out on the bay, Mm -hmm. and they're on the bus. So they can go out, they get, you know, some children activity booklets where they can stay occupied on the bus but then they head out to the Bay of Fundy where they can walk the ocean floor get into the intertidal zone look for little things like crabs and explore the ocean that way and we also have some that are full days and half days so mm-hmm. especially with the little ones we have some great parks and tours that are only within 15 minutes of the ship so they're three hours and they're done and they've really had a great Bay of Fundy experience you know exploring the ocean floor. And for the families looking for more of the adventure day here? So the days that people are looking for more adventures, we have some of our cruise lines, we do the jet boats. Mm -hmm. So they go out on the Reversing Falls jet boat ride and they get to experience the Reversing Falls rapids up close and personal, get nice and wet doing it that way. Uh, The hike, bike and paddle, you know, that's where they're going out and and actually getting active and all of that. We have several hiking excursions. There's kayaking excursions at the Port of St. John as well as the zip lining excursions at the Port of St. John. You know a lot of information, Anna. Thank you so much for being on Cruise Radio. Again, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So we've been on Carnival Glory for the past five days. It's a Canada New England itinerary. What, in your opinion, Linda, makes this ship so appealing to families? I think two things. I think that, first of all, there's a real level of of comfort with parents that their children are well taken care of in highly supervised activities. And then, then they can really relax at the same time. And I think that they are very confident. The staff is very safe conscious. So I think it's a real comfort level. They really feel like they're giving a special time to their children. Joining us now on Cruise Radio is Kaylin O'Neill. Great radio name, by the way. Travel writer and local here to Halifax, Nova Scotia. Kaylin, welcome to Cruise Radio. Thanks for having me. Let me ask you, uh, Halifax, a lot different than I have ever expected and probably everyone else has ever expected or pictured as well. What are some cool things to do here in Halifax just when you get off the ship? Well, when you get off the cruise ship here in Halifax, you're dropped right onto the boardwalk. So the great thing to start with is a nice leisurely stroll down the waterfront. You can head and you can see Theodore Tugboat, which is a friendly children's life-size tugboat wearing a big baseball hat here to welcome you in the harbor. You can take a tour on him. You can go to the Maritime Museum of the Atlantic where you can see all kinds of displays and artifacts from Titanic. And you can also um, hop on a tour and go to Peggy's Cove to see the most photographed lighthouse in the world. 
a couple of facts about Halifax. <laughs> you get it? Facts, Halifax. Uh, that's so funny. Uh, a couple of facts here is they had one of the biggest maritime explosions here in history. And also a lot of the folks from the, and a lot of the deceased folks from Titanic are also buried here, right? That's correct. In uh, 1915 here in Halifax, we had the Halifax explosion, which is the largest man-made accidental explosion in the world. 2,000 people were instantly killed, 9,000 injured, and 1,600 homes completely wiped out and flattened. Also, um, in 1912, the Titanic sunk not too far from here. One of the first ships to reach the wreckage of the Titanic sinking was from Halifax. And we brought about 350 bodies back here, deceased people back to the city, and about 150 of them today are now buried in a couple cemeteries throughout the city. The rest were able to be sent back home to Europe. And it's very interesting because the tombstones that um, White Star Line, the company who owned Titanic, paid for, they're marked like one, two, three, four, and 5. And why they're marked like that is because that's how the folks were, uh, the deceased were picked out of the water and put in bags. And those bags were marked one, two, three, four, and 5. And then later on, when they were um, identified, they were putting their names on the tombstone, which is a pretty interesting fact there. Um, let's talk about food here. You can't come to Halifax and not eat seafood or some other food, as you were mentioning. Yeah, that's correct. We have um, quite a foodie scene here in Halifax. Um, obviously, we're a peninsula on the Atlantic Ocean. We're known for our lobster. You can get a good lobster roll, a seafood chowder, or just lobster on the shell anywhere at many restaurants throughout the city. We're also known, at, since we're Canada, for our poutine, which is French fries, cheese curds, and gravy. Sounds like a heart attack, but it's delicious. Right. We also have Donaire, which is invented here in the city in 1976. It's similar to a donor or a gyro, but it's a bit of a different type of meat with spices, on a pita with its own donair sauce, which is delicious. We also have Caesars, which is a Canadian-wide drink, which is like a Bloody Mary, but it's made with Clamato juice, yes. which is clam and tomato juice put together with some horseradish, Worcestershire sauce, and uh, Tabasco. It's spicy. It's really nice. I had one at lunch today. They were so good. When does lobster season run here? Um, there are a couple lobster seasons, and they run uh, kind of they rotate around the province through different times of year. And this area here, the next one is around the end of November. Today in port, there's a Disney cruise ship and Carnival Glory, the ship that we're on. For some families that are coming off here with the little kids, what are some good family-type activities to do? Well, the museum, like I mentioned before, has a lot of great um, things for, ki for families to check out. There's also the Harbor Hopper, which is the amphibious vehicle we have here in Halifax. It does hour-long, fully narrated tours, half hour in the city, half hour in the harbor. Um, and also just walking along the boardwalk and seeing all of the different um, buskers that we have here performing and entertaining and uh, just checking out the sites and playing on the fun playgrounds that they have everywhere. Give us something that's off the beaten path that's kind of cool to see and not a lot of tourists know about. Well, if you're here and you're just walking around by yourself, I definitely recommend checking out um, the Granville Shop area. It's a pedestrian-only area with lots of shops and restaurants. But also we have um, our, our town hall. In When the Halifax explosion happened, the clock on the town hall was actually frozen in time. And you can still see that clock at the exact time of the explosion, 9.04 in the morning still to this day. And just in front of the town clock, there's also the church. It was built in 1750. It was the first one here in Halifax. And a piece of um, ships from the Halifax explosion is actually still stuck near the doorway when you enter. And, and also, on the, one of the windows has the silhouette of a man who was apparently blown out of the church window when the Halifax explosion happened. And it's amazing, I mean, when you're actually here looking to see where the explosion happened and where the church is, that, that a piece of steel can be flung, you know, for a couple of miles and land into inside a church is just nothing short of amazing. 
travel writer Kaylin O'Neill. Thank you so much for being on Cruise Radio. Thank you for having me. All right, so Doug, in closing, what are your thoughts of your five-night Canada-New England sailing, and do you have any tips for sailing in Canada? Yeah, this is a great ship to sail on. There's not too much to talk about on here because it's going through Fun Ship 2.0 this November, so it's basically getting a whole sexy makeover. Um, the Emerald Room Steakhouse, uh, really good. It is a great family ship. Um, there are some tips, though, yeah. Uh, bring a sweatshirt if you're sailing up here because it does get cold. Like, we had a couple of nights where it got, like, 55 degrees out here. Um, take binoculars. We saw lots of whale and lots of uh, what they call sunfish, these huge fish just laying out everywhere. Uh, pack sunscreen. I got burnt there. Um, use a debit card or a credit card when you're buying, like, um, souvenirs you're going to eat at the restaurants because I found out I gave them a 50 and I got back like $40 in Canadian bills and it was a pain in the butt to get it transferred back over to the U.S. So um, remember not to use cash, um, use credit or debit cards. And uh, also the last one is um, research the ports because these ports aren't just ports you can hop off the ship and think you're going to go see this or see that. Uh, know what you're going to do before you get there and uh, you shouldn't have a problem. And uh, that's about it, Matt. All right, that's going to do it. Don't forget we have a cruise radio app for your smartphone. Just go to your smartphone app store and search cruise radio live also sign up for our news alerts you can uh, stay abreast of all the latest cruise news go to cruiseradio.net and in the upper right hand corner of the homepage, fill out your email address from the cruise radio studios in jacksonville florida and on behalf of doug parker i'm matt bassford and this is cruise radio thanks for listening to cruise radio for information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week email sales at cruiseradio.net Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio.